Hey everyone, you're listening to Ankur Variku on Voice with Variku. On this podcast, I talk to you about entrepreneurship, how to grow in life, manage personal finances, handle failures, and a lot more things that just come to my mind. The episode begins. It's unfortunate that most of us are raised in and by a system that over-indexes itself on answers. From a very early age, we're, we're asked questions and we expect it to give out the answer. And we've come to believe that the true test of someone's intelligence, capability, intent, is to come up with the answer. And I call this the curse of intelligence. When a problem is posed in front of smart people, their instant reaction is to solve the problem. That's what you possibly do. Worse still, solve it fast. We take fast problem solving to be a reflection of our intelligence. And the more I studied truly exceptional people, worked with exceptionally driven individuals, the more I realized that brilliant people don't solve problems. They ask questions. And the questions then solve the problem. So in this episode, I wanted to leave you all with seven life questions that I think all of us ought to ask more often than we do. And of course, at the right time. Number one, what am I optimizing for? What am I optimizing for? What is the one thing that we want to fix, to change, to improve by whatever is it that we are undertaking as action? Just one thing, not two, not three, only one thing. Because if you give me that metric, then I know what you are after. But if you give me more than one metric, I know that you're after nothing. And it's crazy how often we don't have an answer to this question. When we are looking to, say, pick between two jobs, you don't know what you're optimizing for. You also want money. You also want brand. You also want work-life balance. You also want growth. You also want this and that. And suddenly, you don't know that one thing that truly matters that you're optimizing for. And in the absence of that clarity, you are always chasing what is a mediocre, suboptimal mix. Number two, what is this telling me? If somebody gives you feedback, feedback that you may not like, feedback that's harsh, feedback that you believe is hurting you, dissociate the message from the messenger and focus on the message and ask yourself, what is this telling me? Because when things don't work out, it's very easy to crib, to complain, to find excuses or to find faults. But consider asking this question, what is this telling me? And suddenly the shift in the frame of reference opened doors of realization, of reality. What is this trying to tell me? I remember when there was a lot of noise that I was suddenly getting around the frequency of my ads on YouTube, on Instagram. There were people who were calling me out and saying, hey, can you stop those ads and blah, blah, blah. It was easy to take offense at those and easy to be like, hey, it's my money. I can spend it whatever way I want. What is your problem? But instead, when I asked this question, what is this telling me? It clearly told me that there was something fundamentally wrong in the way that we had worked on that campaign. And if I was just to dissociate the message from the messenger, and focus on the message itself and ask this question of what is this telling me, I found a lot more clarity than I could have. On the same lines, question number three, what else could this mean? We're so quick to conclude things in our head. We are so quick to conclude things in our head and more so 
things in our head that are convenient for us, that we would want to believe. So we are so quick to blame, to assume, to judge, that we blind ourselves to the possibility of what else could this mean. Is there something that I could be missing? Is there possibly a different, perhaps even a simpler explanation for what's happening? But I refuse to see it. I turn a blind eye to it because I want to believe what I want to believe. Instead, ask yourself this question. What else could this mean? Number four, why am I feeling this way? <laughs> it's, it's crazy that we actually try to stop feeling what we feel. We're feeling angry and we tell ourselves, I shouldn't be feeling angry. I shouldn't be feeling angry. Or you're telling yourselves, yes, it is absolutely right to feel angry at this point of time. We tell ourselves not to be angry, not to be jealous, not to suspect, not to be scared, not to do anything. Or we justify feeling all of those things, anger, jealousy, suspicion. But we very rarely stop to ask this question. Why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling? It baffles me the lack of genuine curiosity that rests within us towards our emotions. And I have come to realize that if you're aware of why you're feeling what you're feeling, magically that feeling disappears. Because the purpose that that feeling had in your existence was to make you feel that you're feeling that way. And suddenly when you can explain why you are feeling the way you are, the purpose of that feeling is gone. And it can actually go back to where it was. Number five, who would I be without this thought? Who would I be without this thought? For all the times that we hate ourselves, blame ourselves, doubt ourselves, this question is a powerful way to imagine us without these feelings, without these thoughts. How would you behave? How would you operate? without these thoughts. If you're feeling angry, if you're feeling jealous, if you're feeling whatever you're feeling, who would I be without this thought? So the context hasn't changed, the situation hasn't changed, people haven't changed. What you're asking is, how would I operate without this thought that is generating within me right now? And it's amazing how much clarity it brings to you instantly. Number six. Do I need to? Do I have to? Or do I want to? Whatever is it that I'm doing, do I need to do it? Do I have to do it? Or do I want to do it? And there's a big difference between these three. Do we operate out of obligation? I have to do it. Do we operate out of lack of choice? Do I need to do it? Or do we operate out of desire? Do I want to do it? When you go into the depth of the reason behind your actions, it tells you so much about that action itself. And number seven, is this my definition of success or someone else's? Whatever is it that I'm working towards, is this towards my definition of success or is it someone else's definition that has been imposed on me? Because the world begins by defining your success from day one. Your grades, your career, your jobs, your marriage, your money, your looks, your accent, your everything is defined by the world. So we rarely stop to ask ourselves, are we living our life on our own terms 
or are we living someone else's definition of a life? And when you bring these seven questions together, and you bring them at the right time, in the right moment, and you make them a part of your arsenal, you have, my friend, the first step towards solving for the cause of intelligence, where when you are facing a problem, a situation, a context, your natural default is not to solve it, but to ask the right questions. And thus the questions will get you the answer. All the best. Thank you for listening to this episode of Voice with Variku. To be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow the show on this app right now. Also, don't forget to rate and review the show because that just feels nice. Thank you.